Anyway, somebody that did win yesterday is a, a personal friend of mine, and the listening audience I know loves her, very proud of her. An easy win, actually, in District 11 over Max Rose. So a hearty congratulations this morning to Republican Nicole Maliotakis. Nicole, congrats. How you feeling this morning? Well, thank you, Sid. I feel great, and I want to thank you for your support and having me on so I can express my views. And, and those who, uh, your listeners, who I know overwhelmingly came out yesterday, uh, do appreciate the support, and I look forward to returning to Washington to continue fighting. Yeah, Frank Morano actually pointed uh, you out specifically, uh, specifically this morning as the person he's most proud of, living, of course, on Staten Island with uh, your victory yesterday. And uh, were you surprised a little by how easy that win was? Well, you know what? I uh, yeah, I was I was actually surprised by the margin. It was it was a substantial margin, and it made me feel uh, great that people appreciate the work that I've been doing. Uh, look, we've been delivering for Staten Island for uh, securing funding for our NYPD, our local hospitals. Uh, we've been helping thousands and thousands of people during difficult periods of their life. Uh, cut through bureaucracy and red tape uh, to get what they are entitled to and deserve. Um, and, and we've been making a difference here, giving a counter view to what the other members like Jerry Nadler and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, are, 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 are talking about. I think it's really important to have some type of balance in our representation in Washington. Uh, and I just appreciate you know, the people of Staten Island and Brooklyn giving me another two years to to be their voice, to go to Washington, to fight for what is right, which is secure borders, a strong economy, to stop the inflationary spending, to support our law enforcement, uh, and to ramp up energy independence and make sure that we are a secure country. I think that's that's been my platform the entire time, and I'm going to stick to that, and I'm going to continue to fight for those values. I saw a couple of weeks ago you debated Max Rose on some channel. I forget what it was. And uh, the defund the police thing came up. You mentioned the fact that you've been in a parade a couple of years ago for defund the police, and they were actually screaming, people in the parade, kill the cops. And he said, hold on a second. That was not what the parade was about. And you said, it doesn't matter what it was about. You continued to march when it was clear this was an anti-police parade. If there was one issue that you thought was the one that really, really had you batter him, is it fair to say that that was it? Well, I think it's clear to the people in this district that when uh, our law enforcement were under attack by people like Bill de Blasio and the radicals at City Hall and the defund the police movement, uh, you know, Max was right there uh, with those protesters. He turned his back on the men and women of the NYPD when they needed him the most. And that was wrong for him to do. Uh, and so we've always supported uh, our NYPD. We have went to Washington and did exactly what we said we were going to do. We secured millions of dollars in funding for them uh, to help them after they had been cut in funding from City Hall. And uh, we, we, we supported the principles of law and order and pushing back on this radical bail law, which I hope you know, the governor is going to be serious about now, considering that you know, half the state, I think, uh, spoke loud and clear in saying that uh, they were not happy with the direction New York is going in. Um, so what I would say is uh, we have a real opportunity here, I think, to continue putting that pressure. We have more members from New York, from our area, going to Washington who are Republican. And that's going to help me in our fight to try to bring some balance and common sense back to government. Yeah, you know, you say that, you know, you won big and were likely to flip maybe four seats, Congress, right? Including a two out on yeah, Long Island. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. And yet it still feels like there was a death today. You know, it's like, well, like in mourning because of Zeldin's loss. And you mentioned Kathy Hochul. You were on this station quite a bit talking about her run. You specifically talked about the congestion pricing issue. So she wins and she gets to stay in power and uh, run this state. So really, Nicole, how disappointing is that for New Yorkers? And do you see any, and be honest here, do you see any potential for this woman to change and at some point be just effective, not good, but an effective governor? Well, it is really sad uh, waking up today and to uh, Lee Zeldin being behind here. And it looks like, uh, I, look, I don't know whether he can make up the votes uh, between, but but what it what it does appear is that there was a clear split in our state. You know, nearly half the state spoke loud and clear and told Governor Hochul that they're not happy in the direction that we're going. In fact, you know, we lost uh, hundreds of thousands of New Yorkers in the last year, and, and those that's really the vote difference there. If those people would have stayed here and fought with us, we could have really had a different outcome. Right, those people have voted for Ron DeSantis yesterday. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That's why his margin was so big. Um, but, but what I'll say is that, again, I hope Kathy Hochul sees that there is a clear split here in the state of New York in terms of people who are happy with her policies and those who aren't. Uh, and I hope that she takes our concerns that we brought up during this campaign seriously. Uh, particularly the issue of public safety. We need to do something about that bail law. We cannot continue on this path that we are on. And so I'm going to keep fighting. And and I'll tell you something else that was uh, a silver lining. I believe we picked up uh, a few more seats in the state assembly last night in my district. uh, And that'll be helpful in this fight to try to get some common sense in Albany. No, you're right. I mean, if you look at the whole picture in New York, it actually was a pretty good day yesterday outside the gubernatorial race. But as for the country, was not the red wave we're expecting. We were expecting, in fact, we may have to wait till December 6th for the Georgia outcome. And it's very simple, assuming, of course, that we did win Nevada, which we did in Wisconsin. If Herschel Walker wins, then we gain control of the Senate, 51-49. If not, we don't. We have to wait now till December the 6th. Point being, Nicole, it was not the red wave we were all expecting at the very, uh, maybe a red puddle, like my friend Ralph said. Are you surprised that that was the case yesterday? Yeah, look, there were some certain seats across the country uh, that I thought for sure we were going to win, and it was uh, disappointing to some extent. I'm still uh, confident that we will take the House. I think uh, by, you know, depending on the margin and whether we take the Senate will be the difference on how much of an impact we can make next year to hold uh, President Biden and his administration accountable. Look, I'm going to continue to fight for what I said I was going to fight for, what I've been fighting for, secure borders, a strong economy, uh, for public safety, to support our law and order, to ramp up energy independence, to lower these uh, gas prices and food costs on American families. Um, I'm sticking to that platform uh, in this next term. But I'll say something else. I will now be the only majority member uh, from New York City. And so I take that responsibility wow. seriously. Uh, there's going to be, uh, I think, a lot of opportunity for me to help the city of New York, to help my district in that role. Uh, and I look forward to doing that and continuing to build on our record of delivering uh, for the people of Staten Island, Southern Brooklyn, and, and giving them a much-needed voice that they need in this blue city and this blue state. On the way out, Nicole, you have received endorsements in the past from President Donald Trump. And yet there's a lot of Republicans I'm talking to this morning. Bo Dietl was just on, and he blames Donald Trump for some of the Republican losses around the country. Candidates that said, hey, Donald's my guy. He believes that's why they lost. 
What do you think about that, the Donald Trump effect, that even though he hasn't served for almost two years, that he's the reason why some Republicans lost around the country yesterday? Look, I don't, I don't think that's the issue. I think uh, the Supreme Court is, uh, decision had hurt Republicans. Uh, the narrative that the Democrats put out there, which was a false narrative, including the one used by my opponent, um, was, I think, uh, you know, it worked in some states, particularly those states where there are more restrictions on abortion. Um, what, I, what, I, what I do believe is uh, we need to get together as a party and decide what we're going to do for 2024. We all need to be together in this and united uh, and rally around a candidate, whether it's going to be President Trump, whether it's going to be Governor DeSantis, uh, whether it's going to be somebody like Nikki Haley. We all just need to rally together and support a candidate early uh, so that way they have the resources and the support to win because we must we must take back the White House in 2024. This this administration has just been nothing but disastrous yep. every single step of the way. And every crisis we are seeing has been created under one party Democrat rule. So, uh, look, let's let the dust settle. We'll see how things shake out in the House uh, and uh, we'll go from there. But again, uh, you know, my constituents uh, have my commitment. That I'm going to continue fighting for those uh, principles that I campaigned on. Uh, and, and I'm going to continue to be a, a voice of reason within the city of New York. Well, congratulations. Well-deserved. You work very, very hard. You are a terrific politician and a great friend, too. So I'm very happy for you this morning. I really am. Continued success. And uh, you keep talking. By the way, uh, Teddy Atlas event, annual Staten Island, huge deal. The Hilton, you know, there on Staten Island. Last year, Max Rose was at my table. Will you be at my table next Thursday night this year? Yeah, well, you know what? We're in Albany. We're in Washington, I mean, next week. If I'm home Thursday night, I would love to be at your table. Okay, thank you. Congratulations again. You're terrific. I'm very happy for you. Keep kicking ass. Thank you. All right. Nicole Maliotakis right here. Coming off a big win yesterday. I mean, she really crushed Max Rose. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.